Well, howdy everyone. Um, nice to see everyone here. Thanks for working the radio, mister. Um, and it's nice to see people enjoying it as well. Like it's uh, actually quite nice, relaxing music to have on in the background. Um, yeah, uh, we'll just give people a little chance to, to join in, filter in. I know we put up an announcement a few minutes ago, so uh, let's see how many uh, people want to join us today. Uh, otherwise, of course, they can always catch us later on on the recorded podcasts. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll pass around the mic just for everyone to say a quick hello while we wait. Thanks, Bobby. Uh, happy Friday, everyone. Good to see you all. Thanks for joining. Wally? Hey, guys. It's Wally. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Wally. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. Okay, cool. I think that's everyone. Um, so let's dive in. Um, thanks for, for joining us for week 28 of your herd can you believe we've done 28 weeks of these things um this week we wanted to just touch on the upcoming audit for the borough feature which is happening next week uh the d5 pulse uh, initiative which is starting as well olympus pro and then of course an update on v3 um i'll start on v3 as i know that's the priority for everyone that's what everyone's really excited about um or anxious some people <laughs> there's definitely some um frustration that's popping out on the discord so it's always nice to talk about it and uh, i definitely get that people appreciate every little bit of update that we can give them uh, just to ease people's uh, nerves i guess um so yeah we've deployed what we think is now the final version um uh, on, the, on the test net so today's just been spent checking over all the functions to make sure that it is indeed correct uh, and then we can just copy paste that deployment to the main net uh, so as soon as we are happy, we'll just launch, uh, sorry, announce a launch date uh, happening in the near future. Um, at the moment, the non-tech guys, like the mods you can see here on the call, for example, uh, are testing out the UI and providing any final feedback for Gouda, our front-end engineer. Um, and he'll do anything over the, over, over the weekend, basically, that's left to do. Um, so there's a list of stuff from just to tidy up um, and just to make sure that everything's nice and polished for launch. So we're expecting that early next week um, to be out and then the rewards to be flowing a few days later after that. Uh, everyone on the team is excited to finally ship this and moving on to the new features and different chains and, and stuff like this. Uh, the delay has been uh, terrible for us and it's damaged trust in the community, caused a lot of drama and um, no one is looking forward to this now more than me and the team. Um, and one day we'll probably write a book on everything that's happened. Um, so what's coming up after launch? Uh, yeah, so the borrow lending feature, like I mentioned, is going to go into audit soon on the 16th. That's just next week. And that's happening with C4 again, because we were so happy with them last time. Um, it's based on a fork and that fork has already been audited. Um, so we're not expecting many findings from it, uh, but it's a good exercise anyway for, for the devs and the team to go through uh, the code base just to enhance their understanding of how it works to ensure they can operate it successfully. Um, we've made, I think, four key changes to the code base. So uh, we are running a mini competition over three days instead of the full usual week-long uh, competition just to check that the changes are, are correct and doesn't leave any gaps um, and maybe to spot any underlying problems with the code base that uh, maybe no one else has seen before either. Um, as, as I mentioned, that has been audited, audited before, but the guys at C4, the, the guys that are working there are very, very good. So maybe they'll spot something different which wasn't picked up before. 
Um, the design is now finished off for the UI for that borrow feature as well, and that's going to go into production as soon as we launch V3. Um, we expect that to take maybe a month to six weeks, something in that area. Um, but of course, not committing to anything right now at this stage. But uh, yeah, it's all going to be moving ahead as, as fast as we can. Um, we've got a big marketing push with DeFi Pulse starting off after V3 launches. Um, DeFi Pulse offer a package which supports new products um, or platforms, and we're going to be engaged with them throughout next week. Things like AMAs and banners, social media and stuff like this. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, the best marketing that we can do in crypto is, is you guys and the community. It's social growth and uh, recommendations from other people spreading the word. So that's really spearheaded, of course, by having an actual good, valuable product that people are using and they want to tell everyone and all their friends about it and to um, you know, get other people into the platform too. So we'll supplement all the efforts with uh, videos and user guides, um, contests, and try and grow the community again. Um, but we are, we are looking primarily for organic growth rather than a quick pump. Um, Olympus Pro is also coming up, so that's an initiative that's being proposed by us at the moment. Um, we've got the uh, Discord and a forum thread going to help the community be more informed before we go to a vote. We don't just want to throw you into a vote without really giving people a chance to discuss it uh, and ask questions. Um, so the aim is to get that vote up then fairly quickly now, now that the, the threads are out, um, so that we can lock in a date with uh, Olympus Pro if it is indeed approved, um, hopefully towards the end of the month. So Olympus Pro is a chance for us to buy back the Uniswap LP tokens from users with the aim of building up enough liquidity so that we can then maintain that uni pool forever um, beyond the emissions running out or any kind of need to incentivize it. So we're looking to, to start with about a million dollars worth um, of, of LP tokens um, that will allow us to then continue that LP on our own if needs be. Uh, so for that, we are proposing um, up to 250,000 tokens allocated uh, towards this program from the treasury. Uh, we've currently got about 6.7 million tokens remaining. So it is just actually a small proportion of our remaining tokens. Um, the benefit of that is, of course, then saving, spending all those tokens every quarter. And we're spending about 250,000 tokens every quarter anyway on incentivizing the LP, um, as well as earning then the swap fees uh, on top of that as a, as a cherry, basically. For the LP users themselves, um, you have at least a couple more months left of, of emissions. The emissions currently run, we just recently topped them up and extended them. They should run out, I think it's the 21st of January, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, so yeah, it'll be a couple months of that to farm the LP and then if you want to, to trade in your tokens uh, for the Olympus Pro Bonds. So there's no immediate change happening to anyone, so there's time for everyone to assess how it is. Uh, and of course, we could well extend the program if it's successful as well beyond that. So we'll just see how it goes. Um, yeah, a big topic I think is going to be the DAO transition going forward. Um, so that's going to start fairly soon when we kick off era three. So for the management side of things, it's definitely focused on this DAO evolving and maturing into an entity um, over the next era. And I think really that's the best way to heal the community after this rift that we've had. Um, we can then transfer all the control over to the DAO and, um, and make sure it's done after establishing whatever processes are necessary to both operate the community and the product platform itself for users. Um, yeah, I think I kind of touched on just everything I was planning to. Um, unless someone else wants to talk on the team, I'll, I'm happy to dive into some Q&A. Hey, Bobby. Yeah, I think uh, maybe we go ahead and get into the Q&A. 
Um, we got some good questions this week. Um, thank you to uh, Abu, as always, and RT.E. Um, so the first one is regarding the calculators for V3. Um, so we're going to go live, and there'll be a few days between going live and emissions starting. Um, what, what, what type of calculators will we have access to to begin looking at how we might want to invest? And uh, with whatever we have, we'll take into account that emissions haven't started, that investments haven't started. Um, you'll be able to see the, the base yield on the strategies um, for the vault users, for example. But um, otherwise, you won't see the, the rewards of APY until it's actually flowing. Um, that's when you'll be able to see it. Um, so yeah, I, I would treat it as just a pre-launch phase um, before the rewards start. So um, you just have to wait until they start flowing, really, to, to take your best um, best idea. I mean, currently there's there's no APY at the moment on your Yaxis, so you're not losing anything by by going for it. But um, yeah, it's I, I'd personally advise people just to wait until you can actually see that before making that kind of investment decision, and anything before that is uh, up to you, of course. Thanks, Bobby. Uh, along with the V3, uh, wh what other improvements, changes? For example, I know we're gonna have we're gonna have the dark mode, which is really nice. Um, I wish more apps would do that. Uh, are there any other uh, little gifts to the community that are rolling out with V3? Um, yeah, dark mode, like you said. Um, there's the languages are only half done. Um, we've only got half the translations that we wanted to really go for for launch. Uh, it's been hard to find those um, specific ones, things like um, Korean. Um, so yeah, I mean, the the API works, um, the, the whole language selection works. It's just that we just need to submit the actual translation text in there. So we're now, because we haven't been able to source them through the community or, or our networks, we're going to reach out instead to professional translators just to get that done. Um, in terms in terms of like non-technical features, then uh, there's nothing immediately alongside V3 launch. Uh, we're waiting until era three kicks off in the week after. Well, like I said, we'll do the Dow transition and financial transparency reports and the new illustrations for the new era and Git book updates. There's a Discord refresh and other community initiatives starting. So there will be plenty that will be happening uh, in the near future. Yeah, I'm really excited about some of those. I know uh, I've been I've been itching to do the, the Discord reorg. Uh, but also the Dow stuff is really exciting, guys. Um, you're getting you're getting a, a flavor of it, a hint of it, right? When we do these these discourse discussions on the forums and, and voting on the yips, uh, but going forward, that's going to be even more important. Um, so we really want to see a lot of lot of engagement on that. Um, all right. So looking at uh, the rest of these questions, we we have uh, the next one is. Uh, regarding the list of suggestions and ideas, which we actually kind of just hit on, um, I guess how are we going to approach prioritizing those? And I think you're probably going to speak to the DAO, right? Um, that post V3, we really want to put the DAO to work. We want to mature it and we want to enable it to uh, be in a position where it can help uh, influence and drive the prioritization of the project. Is that kind of the direction we're going, Bobby? Uh, I think definitely, yeah, after we set up the DAO, I think right now, immediately, maybe it's not set up to do that um, sufficiently, but 
maybe it is um i mean people are absolutely free to create a list from the from the ideas hub channel that which is there there's been tons of good good suggestions in there uh, and that's probably good useful feedback for for the team and uh for the team as well i think that we've kind of shared our priorities for the immediate future what we're rolling onto straight after v3 um crowdsourcing ideas and suggested orders and stuff like this um you just have to be a little bit careful because not every every holder or every voter voter is in a, a position to properly assess and make decisions like that or uh, you know especially careful about imposing things that the devs have to commit to you know on on the demands of the DAO, for example um so really need to have like um more of a discussion period i think or some kind of feedback loop with the devs as to what is possible and what they are capable of doing before the DAO votes and tells them they have to do it you know <laughs> so yeah just need to be a little bit careful and how we actually do that yeah, absolutely. I think there's a, there's a lot. Uh, maybe some folks that are newer to DeFi may not realize um, it, it, it's a it's a, it's a very complicated apparatus when you're talking a uh, uh, managing uh, an infrastructure that, that processes millions of dollars potentially in, in just one day, right? And, and with no man in the loop, and now you're collectively uh, uh, voting on how to manage that apparatus. Um, there's a lot that can go right with that, but obviously there's a lot can go wrong as well. Uh, I know from the discourse discussion um, about Olympus Pro, there was a lot of uh, good ideas, but I think these three, and these sound kind of like where maybe your mind's at, Bobby, um, three of the things that they were talking about, obviously V3 launch is everyone's number one priority. We want to get that out. Um, there's a lot of talk about the OM integration. I think that you've made that clear. That's going to be a very near-term target too. Um, and a lot of people talk about the layer two integration, and you've also mentioned that that's one that we're looking at, um, and that's in no certain order, right? Those are just three that I think are very commonly brought up. Um, but yeah, I think we, we we come together as community. We look at the suggestions, the ideas to have. We, we put those together for uh, additional dialogue with, with the project team. I think that's a good idea. I, th I think like the plan is, or, or at least my my personal opinion would be that we just pick off as much low-hanging fruit as we can, everything that just adds value immediately to the project or to the platform, uh, rather than embarking on some uh, you know radical new innovation, um, because we've seen the delays and, and everything that creeps in with that. You know, It's now great to just bolt on as many features uh, or new deployments and other changes as we can um, just to try and build up the, the platform and, and user base. Yeah, and, and Abu brings up a, a fun question. So uh, how is a DAO safeguarded from shooting itself in the foot? Um, and, and one of the things he asked about was, for example, outreach to the team or by the team to whales or to large wallet holders. Uh, is one thing that was on his mind. Yeah, I mean, um, I've been involved in a project before um, which had too much decentralization and it meant that nothing got done. Like everyone was pulling in different directions and it was incredibly frustrating um, for everyone involved. Like no one agrees that was the way forward. So we do need to be careful not to shoot ourselves in the foot that way. Um, and also, like I said, just in the same way with like strategies, for example, if you want to manage the vaults, um, maybe not everyone is, is best informed to make those kind of decisions and take on that responsibility. I mean, what do you do if the majority of token holders votes to ape into a, into a rug fest, you know, and you lose all the funds and it's hard because that's what the DAO has voted for, but really is that the best thing to do? 
Um, or similarly, if, if people vote and they think that the next feature should be um, a new DEX, for example, they want to launch like a sushi, sushi swap kind of thing or the next Uniswap. Um, and although you can fork some features to do that, it actually takes like a tremendous amount of liquidity. That's really where the challenge is, finding and sourcing all of that liquidity to come into the DEX to actually make it um, a useful platform. Uh, it's things like that you just need to be... Um, make sure that the processes that we're going to introduce for the DAO allow for some kind of flexibility or some sort of backstop um, or like, a, you know, an informed council or, or something like this, which allows uh, people not to shoot themselves in the foot. Yes, and, and, and going forward, when we, we talk about the mature, maturing of the DAO, this will be a really iterative process. It's something um, I know the community isn't always apparent, right? But there's a lot of discussion on the back end that Bobby's been uh, posturing the team um, to begin building that roadmap and that vision and, and those decision points for the community. So this has been something we've talked about a lot. It's just not something that we've necessarily been in a position to, um, you know, to advertise and to really engage folks with because right now V3 is it, right? We got to get V3 out the door um, before anything else. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be really exciting though uh, mm. to start working that. And another, I think, nice um, kind of twist is that in terms of like managing the DAO as well is that um, we're going to switch the voting power in the future over to the locked D-axis, you know. So the vote users in the future, they're going to be affected by the vote of the VE-axis holders, which means it provides that further incentive to lock in some, Yax some of your Yaxis rewards, even if you're just like a, a link holder and you're depositing link into the vote, you know. Um, and you're farming uh, as much as you can for that. There's that added reason just to make sure you've got some voting power in there to ensure that the DAO isn't going to vote some horrible uh, change to your, which could affect your funds. Yeah, and that actually segues into uh, the next question that Misum was asking. Uh, and this one, uh, hopefully I don't butcher this, Misum, uh, but he, he's asking about uh, how how we exit LP token positions. And he's saying, you know, before, or how we are now, right? We, we go to Uniswap, we, we, we sell out of that position. Um, how will the average user know that they can instead sell their tokens for discounted Yaxis working through the OM, uh, the OM approach? And do we know how the discounted Yaxis coins uh, or sorry, tokens will be, uh, you know, as far as what percent of discount we would be looking at? I don't know if there's a, if there's a standard ratio there. Um, I don't know what the default value is. You can, you can adjust the value yourself. So that is one of the parameters which we can change and control, um, as is the vesting period. So uh, we can choose that users get these discounted um, tokens. Say it's between 5 and 10%, or you can reduce it to 3% and, and things like this. Um, but then once they make that trade, we can choose it to vest over a period of you know, three days or two weeks or, or anything like this just to stop any kind of um, sell-off from that kind of thing happening. Um, uh, oh, the first question has slipped out of my head. What was the first first part, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah, no worries, Bobby. Uh, the first one's really just asking about how, how does the average user know how to do this, uh, how, how to step through this process? Right, yeah. Yeah, just simply we'll uh, advertise that on the website on the LP section. It'll also be on the OM Pro Marketplace. They have their own website with all of the different bond programs there as well. And we'll just keep on advertising that through the different uh, channels that we have. 
Yep. No, thank you, Bobby. I think, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of, uh, there's a lot of work. I know the TISC on the call, uh, he's, he's, he's suffering, uh, working long hours, trying to help uh, shape up a lot of the documentation for us, along with the rest of the team. Um, so we'll make sure that everyone's very, very informed on, on the process for doing anything within uh, the user application. Um, and then this brings us to what I have as far as the last of the preloaded questions. Uh, the bar on lend feature that we're talking about, it, uh, if that entails a fork of Alchemix, uh, which uh, is a prominent uh, uh, figure within the DeFi community, is there a risk or any anything like would the Al Alchemix team be upset that we're forking their project or is this something that they're really uh, okay with? Um, so yeah, it's based on a fork of the Alchemix V1 with some key changes made to it. Uh, enough changes that we're putting it through an audit next week. Um, but it's important to, to know that Alchemix are about to release their V2. Um, so we are just repurposing that old version. So by the, by the time we actually release, um, Alchemix will be on to V2 already. So um, for, for us, we're not going to be taking their shiny new one. Um, we'll allow Alchemix, of course, to maintain that advantage as they rightly should. Um, also, this uh, fork will just be integrated into Y-axis itself with a focus on complementing our vaults, right, and, uh, and our yield ag aggregator uh, and users as well, rather than trying to compete with, with Alchemix. And in fact, it's, it's interesting to know that Alchemix have six forks already operating, uh, and we're just number seven. Um, and look, multiple people from our team, including myself, have reached out to them um, in the past months to try and get some sort of license or agreement or some, you know, something just written down so that everyone's cool with it, but literally totally ghosted, no response at all. So um, what to do? Um, generally though, like it is an open source community that we're all kind of working in and it's pretty industry standard now to build on top of each other's work. And that's just not for speed of innovation and building things, but it's also the security benefits, you know, so you don't have to continually reinvent the wheel and possibly leave a security gap. Um, so everyone can kind of build together and uh, take each other's work on together. Um, it's also fair to say that the Alchemix V2 is massively taking the idea of, of Y-axis as well. So um, I think they've definitely borrowed some ideas from, from what we're doing as well. Um, but then Alchemix themselves also reuse code from other projects. For example, the Yearn Vaults, which they leverage, or they use a Saddle LP. Um, and then the curve rewards, which are used on the meta pools, are also from the synthetics as well. So uh, they do that for the same reasons uh, as we're going to be taking a forks of a fork of other existing code, because um, there's just no need to to start from scratch um, in a in an open source community like DeFi. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point, Bobby. And um, and I like I like that we're fork number seven, lucky number seven. Uh, looking at the questions, that, that's all we have for now. Um, so I appreciate it, guys. Uh, always enjoy uh, seeing what, you, what the community comes up with. Um, and Bobby, thank you for uh, entering everything. And I'll pass it back to you. Okay, yeah. Thanks very much, guys, for joining us. Um, yeah, um, it's been a, a good week, I think, of progress. And um, just the last little bits of, uh, of UI stuff on the front end, and we should be deploying to mainnet very, very shortly. Um, we'll let everyone know how it goes, of course, and I'll try and give people more frequent updates uh, in the Discord just to allow people to follow along with the progress. Um, yeah, so I think next next you heard is going to be pretty exciting because, of course, it's hopefully going to be post V3. So, um, yeah, hopefully we've got a different sen sentiment going forward and uh, 
can put it behind us finally and, uh, and look for the future. Thanks so much for joining us this week, guys.